Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up, while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. How are you doing, Maria? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Good, good. And I'm Cody Sizemore, in case you don't know me or you haven't met me yet. How you doing? Good. <laughs> Happy you're here. <laughs> so today, um, we're actually going to be talking about something that came up in our Facebook group, um, the, the New Money Habits Financial Coaches Facebook group. Um, and I forgot who put out the post, but I think it actually may have been New Money Habits. Um, but they were just like, you know, what's kind of stressing you out with your... Um, with your coaching business. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones that came up consistently was actually not having consistent income uh, in their practice. So we figured that we'd kind of talk about that and just talk about how it feels, um, how we kind of uh, go about that whole topic with, with our own practices and hopefully get you guys some new ideas or some, uh, some help in, in that kind of uh, arena. Yeah, absolutely. And I will be the first to say, I actually was one of the individuals who wrote that on there. And um, so I'm excited to do that with you today, Cody, because it's so good to know that that we we have these thoughts, we have these feelings, and yet we're not alone in those. And uh, if we're if we're feeling it, chances are somebody else is also feeling that. So excited mm-hmm. to jump into this with you today. And I think we've got some some pretty cool tips for individuals. So hang on to your hats, you guys. We're gonna jump right in. So inconsistent income, like what do we even mean by that, Cody? What would you what would you think that that means? I know it sounds really simple, but what do you think it means? Well. I think that just with like the, the structure of how this business is kind of run, you know, you, you always have like this revolving door of clients, Mm -hmm. you know, like you might, you might bring on some clients like on the same day that maybe a client then quote unquote graduates from your program or moves on from you. Or let's get real, just decides to drop out. That is, that happens Yeah. Or just decides to drop out. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Go on. That's a whole other topic too. It is. And yet I want to make sure our listeners know that we do deal with that also. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, you know, sometimes you're like, cool, I just, I just signed a new client. But then at the same time, you're like, but I just lost a client too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dang, like, how do I, how do I even grow this business and stay consistent with it at the same time when all of these changes are constantly happening. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes what I hear also is that, like, what about when you bring on a new client? It sounds really exciting, but that particular client only wants to pay monthly, for example. And then mm-hmm. each month you're left with the desire, or the need, excuse me, to go ahead and chase that money if that person's not wanting to pay you or they just forget or, you know, whatever. It's not set up on some sort of automatic drip. So there's that part that's inconsistent as well. Uh, Some of that can get solved with having somebody pay for their package all up front, but then that creates some other stuff as well. So uh, that's kind of where I see the whole inconsistent income happening as well as in terms of whether or not you're getting clients consistently, which is a whole nother topic, but also how those clients are paying when they do decide to work with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I feel like the month, like if, if a client were to pay on like a month to month basis, uh-huh. um, I almost feel like that would be easier for the consistency of just like, okay, like I know that I have money coming in every month from this client and it's consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if they're reliable. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's the key is yeah. finding people who will actually pay you when they're supposed to pay you. Um, and in my mind, that's something that we can address relatively easy. Um, you know, if you, if you have like a agreement for your clients before you actually start in the agreement, you can say, Hey, like these payments are due before the session actually starts and you can just hold them to that, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, let's say that you meet with people, uh, you know, twice a month and maybe you get paid once a month. Um, you know, on the, on the first one, you just want to make sure you have that money before you actually start. Second one, don't worry about it. The third one comes up, which would be the beginning of the second month, you know, maybe a few days before, uh, before you actually start that session or even the day of just give me a reminder text, you know, just be like, Hey, ex- we're, I'm super excited for, our, for our meeting coming up. Um, just a reminder that payment is due before we start. I'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. hey, something as simple as that. I'm just curious. Have you ever used, um, just kind of like some sort of automatic payment plan with your clients, Cody? I personally haven't. However, I, I think that there's a lot of value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I've thought about a handful of times, but I just haven't done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I have only done it a handful of times and it's mostly when the, when the client is inconsistent about pain or that I feel like I'm spending way more time chasing that down than is worth. And so, um, it oftentimes comes with like, is this client a good client? And by that, I don't mean a good person. I just mean a good fit for our services. Are they in a place where they're ready for this change anyway? And if the answer to that is, yes, or maybe, then I'm willing to say, okay, let's go ahead and see what's really going on behind the curtain. You know, do they have, do they have inconsistent income as well? Maybe that's partly why they're not able to, to uh, make those payments at that same time. Are they just disorganized? Um, Is that something I can personally help them do since we're in their numbers anyway? And if the answer to all that is yes, and it's just some accountability that they need, then we say, okay, let's get you on this payment plan and let's, let's do it automatically. And they're willing to do that. But like I said, I've only done it a handful of times. I've never set somebody up where in the immediate beginning, I'm like, okay, we're just doing straight automatic, but it is something I'm considering if indeed it's, um, if it's in alignment with what they are looking to do and if it's going to remove the, the burden from them. I think that's for me, that's one of the biggest things when, I mean, just as a consumer of coaching products, I can tell you, and I feel like I might've said this before to you, but on the days where I had to pay $10,000 up front, it sucked, (laughs) but it only sucked once. Yeah. And I've, I've had coaching programs where I've done that. And I've, I've consumed coaching programs where I paid $300 a month. I've consumed coaching programs where I paid $1,200 a month. I will tell you that regardless, that $10,000 one was one of the easiest decisions because I only had to make the decision one time. 
And that really made a difference for me. On the ones where I had to pay every month, I felt like there was this reminder in my inbox and it just, it was, it was weighing on me if, if the finances weren't like where I wanted them to be, or I had to think, am I actually getting what I want out of this? Like there was that whole roller coaster every single month. And so it's really for that reason that I consider doing some of this just for my clients where it's like, I don't want to put them through that mental roller coaster every single month. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. That's why I, I really push for the painful option. Yeah. Um, as much as I can, yeah. because like, you're right. Like there's something about just getting like ripping the bandaid off yeah. and just getting it done and over with. Don't have to think about it. Don't have to talk about it. We're done. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if the automatic payment, that's well, that's yeah. And, and that's beneficial for both them, mm-hmm. but then also you as the coach too. Right. You know, like it's just a better vibe. I, I agree. Feel. And you don't have to like have that, that conversation every month to where it's like, Hey, right. Can you send me my money? Right. You know, like, please and thanks. Yeah. And I think that the automatic payment might be a decent hybrid of those two. So for somebody who maybe doesn't have the funds to pay for all of that upfront, and also doesn't want to go through the mental aerobics of how to, how to make that happen, making the decision of logging in every single month and sending you the money. Maybe that automatic payment is something that is a, it's a good hybrid where they don't have to think about it every month. It just kind of happens. And yet it allows them to get started with you right away like they wanted to. So anyway, um, I, I know we weren't necessarily going to talk about that topic today, but I wanted to at least ask you because it's something that I've been considering and I wonder if other coaches are wondering the same thing. Or I I mean, I've heard a lot of coaches say, you know what, I feel kind of guilty for doing that because chances are it's either on a credit card or if I don't believe in credit cards, it's on a debit card. And then I don't want that, that um, automatic payment to throw off their budget every single month. And that, that creates just another opportunity for you to help them figure out how to make that happen. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think that if it's a part of their budget and it's a part of their plan, it's not really throwing it off. It's just right. a part of it. Yep. So you know? it's just that mindset, you guys, as, as you hear some of that. What Cody just said is super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about the pay in full. Yeah. Because I feel like that that is an area to where, like, yes, that's probably desirable for both, you know, the clients if they're able to. And especially the coach, because again, like it's done and over with, you don't need to think about it. Yeah. And you get a nice little lump sum all at once too. However, the inconsistency of that. So for example, I sell a a six month base program with the, with the option to continue on after that, Mm -hmm. if we want to. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, there's been several times where I've received a lump sum for six months and I'm like, cool, I got that now, but now I have basically five more months ahead of me to where I need to either figure out a way to like make that be stretched out or figure out a way to make more income. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so I know, I know that you also do that option mm-hmm. and I'm curious as to like what you do when that happens. Yeah. So, um, I, just to make sure I understand, you're talking about the person who says like, I want to pay for this package in full right now. And what you just said was, I got that money and now I'm trying to next month. I want to just do that again. So you're trying to get a different client every single month, right? But you want to see what I do when someone says, I'm going to give that to you. What do I do with that money? 
Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, just to make it easier, can we throw a number on it? Um, let's just say it is a, I don't know, $4,000 package. Would that be sure. fair enough? Okay. So if we did a $4,000 package and a client paid, I'm going to give you that $4,000. Um, I can tell you, well, do you want to know what I do or do you want to know what I've seen other people do or both? Both. Why okay. not? Well, I've, <laughs> I, I've seen three different ways. One of them is what you just described, where you just bring the money in and then you're like, I, that was a great month and now I got to figure out how to do that again. I've seen the other side of that pendulum where someone's like, you know what? I don't trust myself to go and get more money every single time. So I'm not, I don't want to even put that in my bank account. Like, so if they get that $4,000, they have other bank accounts, like a completely separate account, even separate from their business account. And they basically call that like their drip fund. And they put that $4,000 in there. And let's say that that $4,000 was for a six month package. You want to do the math for me on that? Is that seven fifty a month? I don't know. Um, um I, I admittedly don't have financial coaches. I so. know. That's why we use calculators. Uh, <laughs> what else? See, I should have just gone with $6,000, <laughs> but, but I didn't. Cody's going to help me uh, out here. Yeah. Well, it's actually 666. So let's oh. do, do 6000 instead. Let's do $6,000. <laughs> so right, $1,000 a month. Okay. So we're going to do $1,000 a month. So they would take that $6,000. They would put it into their drip fund and each month they would take a thousand dollars out of that deposit that thousand dollars into their um their business bank account and then do as they would with it and that way they know that they have that consistent income that is coming in each each month what i do is a kind of like a hybrid of those two so i do want to make sure that i have more of a consistency when it comes to paying myself uh, but i also don't want to worry about like taking the money out of a drip fund and then dripping it to, you know, my, my business account. So I simplified a little bit. I would take that entire $6,000, drop it into my bank account, my business bank account. And then I just allocate according to all of the percentages that I had set up to begin with. So, you know, a certain amount put aside for taxes, a certain amount put aside for operating expenses, and then a certain amount put aside specifically for um, profit and then for myself. And I would just allocate all of that right away. Um, I do have a program that I've mentioned before that it's kind of like virtual envelopes. And so it allows me to have the money sitting in that account and know specifically what that money's for. So if, for example, I um, put, let's just say 50% for myself, just because I, I know how to do that math without a calculator, um, then I would have that $3,000 sitting in my pay to self account or my envelope, my virtual envelope. And I would drip that to myself every single month. So I am I'm allowing, instead of paying myself $3,000 that month, I would maybe pay, if I'm on a consistent thing where I am giving myself a certain dollar amount every month so that I know how to, how to budget, then I would say, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and continue to give myself that amount every single month uh, from this big pool of money that's there. And, and that's how I do things. So a little bit of a hybrid. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that you take the sum and then you, from there, just take all the percentages, get it done and over with. Yeah. Um, and then start dripping it. Well, I think, like, if you think about it, for OPEX, for example, if somebody pays you $6,000 and you are using, I don't know, 30% for, um, for your OPEX, 
approximately $2,000 would be sitting there that you could use to grow your business. And if you decide, I'm going to go instead with the drip account, you know, and I'm going to just bring $1,000 in every single month. Now you're only getting $200 a month or $300. I, I don't know. Obviously, I need a calculator in front of me before we start hitting record on these things. Um, but if you're only dripping a certain amount for your OPEX, you might have to wait five, six months then in order to build your business the way you're wanting to build it. And that doesn't make any sense to me. You did the work. You have somebody who committed to coaching with you. They're not going to ask for their money back. So why are you hanging on to that? Um, you might as well at least use the OPEX part of it. So that's why to me that makes more sense because it allows me the, to seize more opportunities with the money that is already there. Um, but in order to keep my personal consistent, my excuse me, my personal income consistent, that's where that drip part comes in. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. What do you do? So mine's, mine's uh, not as... Um, Smooth, I guess you could say. Okay. <laughs> um, my personality type and my motivation uh, is all based around pressure. <laughs> um, so, you know, even right down to we've talked about um, me doing that that mental toughness program, the seventy five hard. Like the reason that that worked so well for me is because it was very high pressure. Yeah. Um, very intense, and that's just how I operate. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like if I put things in place to make it easier on me on like a day to day or a month to month basis that I wouldn't, I wouldn't grow, um, myself as much. And I also wouldn't grow my business as much either. So just given that that's how I operate and that's how I am. Um, I actually just like, so if I, if I were to get a $6,000 package, like you said, mm-hmm. I would take that 6,000 in, I would set all the stuff aside for my percentages, taxes, you know, operating expenses, profit, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And then the rest of it, I would then bring home as, as my, uh, as my, um, monthly income as my monthly income. And it, the benefit of that is like, Hey, it creates for pretty awesome months, especially if I get a couple of those paying full mm -hmm. in one month. Like, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, the negative side of it is that once that month is done, it's, it's done, mm -hmm. you know? So, so I'm like kind of left in a position to where I'm like, okay, that was great, but now I need to do it again. Mm -hmm. You know, and that kind of pressure is what I believe is what pushes me to keep going and to keep pushing and to keep creating new clients. Um, and to not just like stay stagnant in my, in my business or consistent in my business to where it's like, you know, maybe I'm working with 10 clients at all times throughout the course of the year, but then like I grow it from 10 to 12 to 14 to maybe 12 to, to 15 mm -hmm. to 16, you know, as it kind of goes on. So my, my key to staying consistent is to actually stay not consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually really, interesting. yeah, no, I'm actually really glad you brought up the part about your clientele because uh, one of the thoughts that came to mind, and I want our listeners to hear this was you work full time with this business. Like this business is yes. your full time job. And so yes. what came to mind was, okay, if you, if you take that money from that paying client and call it your monthly income, but you are, you are coaching that client for six consistent months. 
Then month two, you're making sure that you do that again. So that means you're bringing in another high paying client or full pay client, I should say, um, and then still coaching them for six months. What, what concerned me about that as someone who doesn't do this business full time is crap. Now I got to make sure I have 15 or 16 or 17 clients or at least 12 a year because I'm having to bring that income every single time. And if you're listening to this, you guys, and 12 is too many for you, then that approach probably is not a smart one for your, for yeah. your business. So yeah. um, I, I do want you to hear that because it sounds really sexy, but when you play it out a little bit and you realize, whoa, I did not want this many clients and you don't want what you don't want, at least what I don't want and what I don't want for you is to be the coach who just collects the money and then doesn't deliver on what you promised. And mm-hmm. so if if you don't have the time, if, if you are not set up to coach more than five people, then maybe you use the hybrid approach or even the drip approach that we talked about because otherwise you're going to be you're going to be stuck right back at square one. You're going to you might have some really great clients, but if you're only willing to take on five clients, then when those first 5 months are up, you're not going to go out and chase more clients because then you won't be able to serve them well. Does that all make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, for clarification too, not all of my people pay full. Right. You know, it's in, in fact, in fact, the majority of them actually do the monthly option because it's just, that's what they can do, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's probably like once every four to six weeks, I'll find, I'll find someone who's able to pay in full, which okay. is nice. You know, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's, a it's like a little bonus kind yeah. of thing. And the ones who pay monthly are the ones that kind of help it stay more consistent. Um, that's a good and- clarification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And even like, just for context, like right now I'm my client load. I have, uh, let me see here. I have like 23 clients I'm working with right now. Mm -hmm. So again, that's full time. Right. Um, so with that being said, even if a quarter of them paid in full, you know, that that's like 15 people that are paying monthly, yeah. you know? Um, so there is that consistency of that, but the reason that I've built it up to that is because of that approach of like, I'm putting, I'm putting pressure on myself to, to have, to have built it to 20 plus clients, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, which for me, it works because I'm doing it full time, but I also have to say, I think that that's what got me to be full time. Yeah. Well, and you set up to be full-time. Like that was one of the things that you set out to do. I think we actually talked about that at the very launch of this podcast. Um, You know, you were almost kind of forced into it. Like, you know, God forced your hand a little bit by having you lose that job (laughs) at one Mm -hmm. point. Um, But you had always had that desire to make this a full-time thing for yourself and make it work. And uh, I, I told you before we um, actually started talking about this, on, on the show today that if I personally did all of that pressure, like what you, if I put that on myself, I think it would have a huge negative impact on me and probably on my clients as well. Um, because, because I am a different personality than you are shocker. I know. Uh, but also because I wear so many different hats that I don't, I, I think I would probably just become very, very overwhelmed very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for me right now, my priority is as a mom and that is 
the, the way that, and I know your priority is as a dad too. And so I don't mean to sound differently, but your ability to provide for your family is part of your priority. And the way that I provide for my family looks very different. I don't, I'm not, I mean, I have a very good husband and he's a provider for our family. So I'm not forced to be the provider, the financial provider. And so I provide in different ways. You know, I school my children, uh, which is a whole different, topic. Um, but that's been something that's been a huge learning curve for me. You know, I provide different meals. I'm, I'm definitely more um, traditional in some of those things. Um, so it, it does look different. And I think if I were to take on that pressure of I have to make this specific amount of money every single month or bring on this specific number of clients, it would end up backfiring both on myself and on the people that I have committed to working with. So, um, so I've actually become very, very, very picky about who I work with because I don't want more than a caseload of seven people at a time right now. And mm-hmm. because the people that I'm working with, it's very intense. Um, and so I, I'm saying all of that out loud so that anybody who's listening can go, Oh, it is, it is possible to have a successful thriving business with only seven people, you know, or you can draw those boundaries. And yes, yes, you can draw all yep. those boundaries and you can have a successful business and you can feel fulfilled in your work and all of it is, is okay. Um, just make sure that any of these tips and tricks that we're giving you today, you pick the ones that are going to be in alignment with those boundaries that you have. Uh, you know, if you hear the drip thing and you heard that neither one of us technically does that, so what? If it's a good idea that works well with what you're doing, do it. Just implement something that allows you to get those results that you're looking for. And in that case, right now, we're talking about some sort of consistency when it comes to your income. Yeah, I think that's the big takeaway is like, just identify how you operate the best, yep. whether it be under pressure like me, or whether it be more consistency and more smoothly like like you maria mm-hmm. um just identify that and then go after it yeah you know like that's that's all you really can do um is just find out what works for you and do your best you bet you know and, and the consistency will come as long as you also are consistent yeah, I amen to that. I love that. So thank you so much for having this conversation with us. If you guys would like to have more conversations like this with us inside of the group, please do find us on Facebook. We are the New Money Habits Financial Coaches group there. And we would love to just discuss some of the stuff with you. These are some of the questions that are put out there. And that's where we that's where we find out what's on the minds and hearts of those financial coaches out there. So um, thanks so much for engaging in this uh, conversation with me today, Cody. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you very much. You betcha. It was a pleasure. Yes, absolutely. And we will be back at it again next week. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.